Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is the last day of the month. We are on April 30th. Our world is a different world than March 30th, and we'll be a different world from May 30th. It's um, just unbelievable, the acceleration. If you ever want to talk about acceleration, holy cow, here we are, and it has been affecting people in their sleep. They're starting to talk in the news about how people are internalizing everything that's going on. I mean, by the time we catch up and we start thinking about it and we start internalizing it, it starts showing up, right? Because now it's part of our thinking that, hey, you know what? Oh, I can't go to the beach or I can't go to the park or I can't do this or I can't do that. But you can still go out and ride your bike. You can still go out for a walk because the list of what we can't do is as long as our arm. However, there's also a list of what we can do. Um, And we seem to be so resilient. I feel so proud of us that we have been able to just cope so well. I know that there's people screaming and shouting, but it's because of the mixed messages we're getting from our world. There isn't a solid message. We don't have, you know, the kind of leadership that lends itself to lack of um, conflict. We've we've been kind of in, in this entire atmosphere in in always some kind of weird conflict but we've risen above that we've shut it down we've stopped listening to anything that isn't useful because we are hardwired to the truth so whatever it is that we're hearing that doesn't make sense or that didn't pan out we say oh okay we've already done that we've already tried that this is what we know let me go on what i know and we're learning to filter better because it is a matter of life and death, even though when you're not the one in the in the pot of life and death, you're dreaming about it and you're thinking about it. And it's kind of like, wait a minute, this isn't going away. And, oh, I have to make decisions based on this. Oh, wait, where's my money coming in from? You know, how are we going to eat? And and so no matter what anybody says, if if there's no food on the table, something's not working. And if there's not this, and people have stepped up. People have stepped up, and a lot of us are seeing, even in our dreams, ways to deal with this. It's it's interesting how we are becoming insightful to each other. So I just had to say that because I heard about you know them talking about anxiety and it going in dreams, but I've also seen the other side of it where people are inspired. So you know our dreams can inspire us. We just have to know how to look at them. So today I have two dreams. And my first dream is anonymous. Oh, thank God I saw that. I would have just cried. Okay, so hi, Nadia. I know you had a long dream last week, but if time, could you interpret my dream? Yes, I would like to remain anonymous. Nadia, I had a dream or vision last night. I saw a Christ-like priest in front of me, and he was trying to give me the Holy Sacrament, the Catholic equivalent to the eating of bread in the Last Supper. I decided to open my mouth for real and eat it. I was given the sacrament in my mouth. 
they, the Christ-like priests, turned digitally golden digital flips into a golden temple. It looked Indian or possibly a mosque. That's it, and love you, Nadia. Thank you so much. Oh, and then there was a snippet. Okay, so a dream like that, I know it sounds funny to say this, but think you were thinking the Last Supper, and right now we're seeing the life we had kind of disappear, literally overnight, as far as the world goes, overnight. And it was like you were reconciling, cleaning up, going on by finishing and and the Last Supper, that's your big clue in the whole thing. Exactly what I was just talking about. We are getting inspired in our dreams. We're told so much, like, hey, you know what? This is this is done. Even to the point where you opened your mouth for real. I've had dreams that were so real like that that I would I actually woke up and I was really crying, even though I thought I was crying in the dream. And what's happening right now is we are creating conclusionary-type scenarios and conclusionary-type thoughts. And for you, the most, I want to say just beautiful, clean, um, honoring, that you, you took yourself to a place that you knew you could be seen, felt, and heard because you see, feel, and hear yourself. To just kind of come to terms with up to today and whatever happens from here on in, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm coming from a good place. I'm coming from a place that feeds my soul. Hence the bread. I know it sounds funny, but it's such a cool dream because it's telling you where you begin and end, like deep inside your mind, deep inside your heart, you feel clean enough inside with the decisions you've made. The acceptance is really the cleanliness. It's when we can accept ourselves, that means we understand. So we know where to take ourselves, and you took yourself here. And it was a a clear line in the sand of, oh, wow, that's done, and we are on to something new. We all know it. We're just coming to terms with it differently. And you came to terms with it by being seen, felt, and heard. And you really felt seen, felt, and heard to the point where you were participating on an unconscious and a weirdly conscious level in your sleep. And it also, to show how open you've become, was that you couldn't tell if it was a golden temple in India or a mosque, which there's a vast difference between the two, right? And yet, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. You are open to whatever comes to you. You feel you can handle it. 
You know when to conclude things. You know when to go on. You know when things have changed. So the insight here, the deep insight that you have is alive and well. You can hear it. You can feel it. You're part of it. It's not like stuff is just happening to you. You are involved to the point where you are really waking up and participating even though you weren't completely awake. That's a very cool dream. There is another one, Nadia. If time, I have one more snippet of a dream. The only part of this dream I ran it is repetitive. Maybe I remember. I'm out or in the water, close to the shoreline of a lake, but it's really the ocean. Whenever I turn away to talk to someone on land, they point out and say, look, there's that dog. I would turn quickly and not see a dog. This happens a few more times. Finally, I see the dog. I swim out. The dog's head is underwater and he's wearing a collar. His nose and eyes are very red. The dog is scared, but is too weak to swim away. I gently bring him into shore. I know this after this dog gets better, and if no one owns him, I would take care of him. I know I have to bring him to a vet, but now no one is around. That's it. You, Nadia. Again, you feel like you can take care of anything. You know what to do because you trust that you can do it. Even though you couldn't see the dog, you kept trying. You didn't walk away and say, well, you know, I can't see the dog. And then the fact that you kept trying to see the dog and kept turning around even though he wasn't there, something in you, the instinct in you knew to keep going. And once you kept going, you found the dog and you brought him to safety. And you even had a plan like, oh, wow, once I get the dog, this is what I'll do. And this is what I'll do. And this is what I'll do. But let me tell you a bigger part of this that goes with just the other dream because it's a deep part of your mindset is that the people that were there we're gone once you found the dog. What would be significant about that? When we have dreams like that, like, you know, how somebody in real life may get in a car accident and with all their heart, I don't care if they believe in God or not, will say, oh, my God, God, help me. And someone walks up to them and helps them. And then you want to thank them, and you turn around, and they are gone. I cannot tell you how many people told me that has happened to them. It happened to me once in a parking lot where I saw a man standing there, and because of him, it stopped a woman, and and she was a tough woman, and she was screaming at me in a parking lot. And when she looked over and saw that man, she did not continue to do what she was planning to do and when she was gone so was he I don't know where he went he was just leaning up against the car 
And here you are in your dream. Once you saw the dog, once you saw where you were going, they didn't need to direct you anymore. But again, it's telling you that you listen to what people say, you listen to what you say, you trust what you will do. thing I want to tell you from this is if you ever in your mind go back and question a decision you made or something you have done, and not question it in a way, but like thinking, God, but if that just didn't happen, I would go back to the fork in the road on those things and I would say they happened exactly as they needed to happen because I have trust in myself today. So whatever happened before today built that trust in me. Even if I don't like what happened, because a lot of times the things we want to throw away as a mistake or we want to throw it away as, oh, well, where did that come from or that happened to me, The fact that you see your own role in your own life allows you to participate in the conversations that happen in your head. And that's a big deal. The reason that's a big deal is sometimes people feel like their conversations in their head, like they're being talked at, like a bully's talking to them. Like, you know, you can't do that. You don't know how to do this. And it goes on and on in that tone. You participate in that conversation. Like, really? Why am I thinking that? No, this is really what I want to do. You have that strong, like, hey, wait a minute, that's not okay to think that. Because in both scenarios, which is a consistency in the deepest part of your thinking, is that you understood that you needed to do what you needed to do. You understand that life has changed as we know it. Everyone's scrambling around trying to figure out what to do. There's like weird stuff going on outside of our world, outside of the United States, trying to say the United States, they're trying to change the narrative and say the United States started the virus. And, you know, it's impossible to admit that because it didn't start here. But there's there's three big countries that are trying to create that narrative and and all this weird stuff is going on, this weird energy of everyone trying to race. But where are they going? Where are they going? So while they're over here spinning, we're all getting clearer in our thoughts and in our dreams. We are all showing up because we have not had to think outside of ourselves for so long. And part of that was good and part of it wasn't. It put us on mute. It made us feel like everything we were doing we had to do because we didn't have a choice. And we couldn't wait for time to think for ourselves. And now we have only time to think for ourselves. So it's like we're accelerating, we're catching up. And you are finding out that you trust the person that you are to do the best you know how to do each and every day. And the best you know how to think with what comes into you each and every day. These are both very strong validation dreams. 
So I hope you enjoy the interpretation. Take it and run with it. Take a look at your life. Don't take away. Look for that lesson. The minute you find that lesson, you'll see why it built you and how it built you. Even the things you think were the most hurtful, you will understand. Even the people you have lost in your life, you will know that they are still there with you and they are not leaving your side and they show up when they need you to see something and when you need to see something and when you turn around, they're gone. Their job is done. You have a lot of support because you are open to that support. Great dreams. Thank you very much. I have another dream, and this one is from the UK, and it's not anonymous. It was put on my page, so yay. Um, Good morning, Nadia. Please, if there is time, I have a dream by Maria Dole. My mom and dad were relaxing sitting on their bed like they used to do when they were alive, but this time they had a peaceful knowing around them. I was passing in front of their room. The walls were windows. The bed was surrounded by water, nearly at the same level of the bed. And my mom was holding a fish rope that led to a big round fishing net, which was sitting at the bottom of the water on the floor. Above the net, there were lots of fish swimming very gently, almost waiting to be collected. My mom said to me, Here, have this. I was happy and grateful for the opportunity. I could share all of them with so many people. I felt there were people behind me. I took the fish net with a pole. I lifted it up very slowly so the fish wouldn't get out. Finally, I got most of them inside the the net as it closed at the top. I was glad remembering the way we used to catch fish on our long summer holidays by the coast. As I was lifting the net above the surface of the water, I noticed how the fish did not have much water left, so I felt sad and I thought to myself, I used to do this when I was younger, but I do not feel the same way now. Then I saw myself from above. I saw the other me that was still in an automatic mode who was trying to put some of the fish inside a saucepan but was not happy doing it. Quickly, or everything happened so quickly. I saw the saucepan with a few fish and at the same time empty. I, I didn't want to carry on. The part of me watching ended the dream. End of dream. Well, first of all, you had a visit by your mom and dad. And peaceful. And they were just showing you a cycle of life. There's a cycle in life that, you know, we eat from the land, we eat from the sea, we eat from, you know, and and there's people who say no animals, and there's people who say no this, and people who say no that. But she's just letting you know that the fish were not fighting. There's no need to feel bad. Now, I'm going to take this a step further about the decisions you have made. I'm here to tell you that, look, the fish are not really even fighting. They may be reacting, but they are not fighting. There's um, a story someone told me about bison, and they eat only bison, and now they're completely vegetarian. But the bison will know when, 
one when one of their own is going to go to slaughter or going to get killed and they will all honor that and allow that because they have an inner knowing that they are a food product or that we need their protein or however that works because animals eat animals in the animal kingdom and they don't know about vegetarian and they don't know about being herbivores or carnivores or any of that now that does not talk to the argument of how we do what we're doing in modern day I am just saying the instinct of animal and the instinct of human. There's some of us that eat both, and there's some of us that only eat one or the other. And it's just we have our own modern-day arguments about that. But this is a different topic. This is nature understanding nature. Because if we don't eat certain proteins, we have to find them somewhere else. So if that's the case, then that tells us another story. Because I asked, Christ about that because I was also very concerned on this topic but this is letting you know that nature will lead us will teach us will tell us and it's ready for us see what happened to us is we have not been ready for nature we keep trying to change everything and say this is bad and this is good and and this is why and and we just we just argue we argue because if one of us doesn't like something, we want everyone to not like it and to agree with us. And if they don't, we feel like we either have to prove to them or fight with them. We cannot accept that somebody else has a different idea. And then we start pointing fingers. And it's like we're letting out whatever argument we need to do in our lifetimes. But your dream is all about acceptance, seeing your mom and dad fine. They're just fishing. Fishing is a very peaceful sport. You know, people go out to relax. They say, oh, I'm going to go fishing for two days. I'm going to go fishing for three days. And then there's also the catch and release, and there's just a lot of ways to do it. But in the background of it all, it, it signifies a sense of peace, a sense of being with nature. And the fish were just kind of swimming very gently, almost waiting to be collected. The fact that you saw that tells you that instinctively animals understand their roles. Even an animal that's going to die, like I know when I had my cat, it broke my heart, but all of a sudden it disappeared, and I couldn't find it anywhere. I'd put out its food, and like raccoons would come and eat it. And I thought, oh, my gosh, what's going on? Where did he go? And one day he came back and he was just a mess. Not like he was fighting with someone, but he was thinner. He was, and, and he knew he was dying. And, and so he just kind of went and hid from us. Because I didn't understand why, I felt really bad. To me, it was like, oh, wow, he didn't trust enough to come to us and die with us. But they understand when it's, they're, it's over and they just stop eating. We look at that as, no, i got to feed him and keep him alive, which I would have done, which I tried to do. But instead I was attracting everything else except for my cat. But I respected nature because of him. I respected nature because 
that cat knew exactly what to do, very peacefully, very accepting, very loving. And this is telling you that no matter what anything looks like, nothing is as it seems. We already understand a lot. We understand way more than we ever thought we knew. And we need to dig deep and know that we also can just go with the flow of life. And I know this is going to sound super funny to say, but all we have to do is live. Whatever comes our way, we can make a choice on what to participate in and what not to participate in. But if you just walked around today going, wow, all I have to do is live, and I have a choice to do what I want to do today, and then you might go, because you know there's always that little cynic in us, oh, yeah, but I can't go out, and oh, yeah, but I can't go out to eat. Well, yeah, but okay. Well, what can you do? I could cook. I could read a book. I'm super thankful that I have food to cook. Super thankful that I have a book to read. Because what are we finding out now? That the natural flow of things did not serve a lot of us well. There are people who don't have books or enough food. And we can give to places. We can give of our time. We can give of our money. Whatever we have extra, we can help somebody with, and we really will be helping them. Every movement towards helping another person will grow tenfold. I have been on both sides of the equation where someone helped me, and now I cannot stop helping people because I understand the value of helping And your parents even come back to you in a dream, together, united, peaceful, telling you, think about it, the water, the flow of life, the fish accepting that they are going to feed you, almost as though it would be an honor to do so. But us as people, we feel guilty for cooking the fish. But the bigger question is, God created fish. Now, are we meant to eat every animal? No, we are not. There's some that need to live as animals, but the ones, and this is how Christ answered me when I asked him about, should I be a vegetarian, which was my question, because I also started to feel that, and I don't even eat that much meat. I'm not that big of a person. I go pretty light. I'm heavy on raw food. But every once in a while, I felt guilty for wanting a steak, and I didn't know why. And I thought, gosh, well, that's what people are saying, and, you know, we're doing this, and, and we're slaughtering, and, we're, and, I, and I was grossed out. And, and the times, if I really think about it, I, it happens to me again and again. But he said something very interesting to me. He said the animals that are meant for food... They just stand and eat all day. They they know what they're here for. But because we don't trust that and because of the way we take care of them, we question ourselves, but not the animal. 
that he was saying the IQ is just to know what to do. They they don't have that that killer predatory fighting. That's why we don't eat lions and tigers and bears. Because they would eat us or hurt us. There is something to that. And I trusted that. Just like in your dream, you started to feel bad because human thought came in. But when you saw your parents and you saw the fish, everything was gentle, accepting, and loving. There is a chain of life a command in life that's natural and flowing and beautiful. The things we need to pay attention to is not taking care of each other because we need to do that because when we don't do that, we do feel bad because we know better. There should be no soul left behind. And your dream really says a lot about how you're starting to see life and question, well, is this okay? Because it very well might be. And you're going through that process in your mind. My time is up already. I will see you guys tomorrow on Questions Friday. I should have the song up by tomorrow. I love you guys. Have a great Thursday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.